Today on the show, we have Mr. Emmett Muckles. And Emmett and I met uh, because I was on his podcast, The Billionaire Lifestyle Podcast. And I was very intrigued by the name of the podcast. And uh, once I went on his show, I really enjoyed speaking with Emmett. He has a great personality, a great spirit, a great energy. Um, and that really comes through in his podcast. And just a wonderful person doing really wonderful things and helping people through his podcast. And so I wanted to return the favor and have him on my podcast, which uh, I think it's good to help each other and helping each other and being on each other's podcast and, and just being a good representation of humanity is really important. And I really believe that Emmett does that. And when I heard what the billionaire lifestyle was about, it's completely different than what you think it's about. And uh, I was really drawn to it and I'm really drawn to having Emmett on the show. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Emmett Muckles. Awesome. Awesome. Well, <laughs> Emmett, I wanted to, well, one, I just think you're a fascinating guy. Like when I, I got connected with your podcast through, I think, Radio Guest List. Yes. And, uh, and so, you know, podcasting, the world is, is very new to me. You know, obviously you're much more into that experience. And then you're one of the few people that actually got back to me. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. <laughs> yeah. But see, here's, so this is part of my whole philosophy. Sometimes it takes me a while to get back to people because mm -hmm. it's just not on topic or it's not pertinent for, you know, the message that I'm trying to shoot for. Right. But I ultimately get back unless it's just so left field. That okay. Because, you know, sometimes you put things out, people just throw bait out, like <laughs> chum in the water. <laughs> but, you know, your specific niche is so universal to right. everyone. I mean, literally everyone. Because yes. You can't, you can't functional, some people, sometimes you can't functional spiritually if you're not physically right. Yeah, for sure. You know, sometimes you can't be with your kids if you're not functional. There's just so much that goes into what you were about and, and you were your own person. So it was what sustained you as your being. So not only did you find your passion, but you found out what sustained you. So you were hitting me on so many cylinders where most people <laughs> just go, he's just a fitness guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to look at the at the um, total picture of a person, like kind of how I try to see people. I don't yeah. try to see their exterior. I try to see what, and this is going to sound hippy-dippy. <laughs> hippy-dippy. <laughs> I try to see the whole field of them, their consciousness there. Right. Sometimes I get it wrong, but, you know, that's just part of learning. That helps you to perfect your, your, your status in life. Yeah. Well, I had listened to some of the episodes of your show, and I was like, I really like this. I like how it's put together and just you as a person and your guests. And I was like, I would love to try to be on just to chat. I like chatting with people. I just really enjoy right? it. You know, I'm not hugely, like, trying to promote some gigantic brand of mine or anything. I just like having conversations. I think we need to have more. And when you got back to me, I was, I was really happy because I think in today's age, it's just, it's hard for people for some reason to get back to people. And, uh, 
So I was like, oh, this is nice. A nice person who gets back to you and we'll have a good conversation. And I really enjoyed it. But I wanted to get into about you. You're talking about podcasting and kind of where you're at with it. So I wanted for you to, to discuss that a little bit more and where you're yes. taking it. So I'm an early adopter of things. You know, I'm an African-American guy that a lot of people laughed at because I was following my shiny things, things that literally interested <laughs> me. And, you know, when you I grew up in Detroit. And when you grew up in the quote unquote hood, uh-huh. you know, there's a there's a path that everybody expects you to follow. You're supposed to go along with whatever group think your neighborhood or community. Yeah. And I started to see early on as a child, that's that only child syndrome working out, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, you know, there's this other universe that people are populating and there's stuff there too that may be relevant to me. And, you know, this is a long form of saying like podcasting very early on interested me because I started listening to Leo Laporte and I was like, this is just awesome and he's producing this and then i heard this other one that it was just this dude rambling like this dude just put this out here and i found it yeah what? i'm <laughs> like if he can do it i can do it i can at yeah. least attempt to do it and i started a music podcast called detroit beats oh music podcast i didn't know right this. <laughs> this was before it got really political and with the money system and the whole thing changed and it was just, and it was like you said, you know, you reach out to people and they don't get back to you. I'm like, I want to help promote your music. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So then it's, I let that go and I just miss the format because it's therapeutic. You know, we don't get to just talk and be ourselves anymore. Human to human on a podcast. You can be whoever you are. You can, because <laughs> nobody sees your face. So the inner you gets to manifest itself. Right. There's nobody to judge you. You put it out there. I mean, of course, they can make comments, but you can always turn them off. That's true. So you can just be in your universe. And the only thing that you will have will be your numbers as far as how many downloads you get. Mm -hmm. And mine are, are, are growing. I mean, it surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very surprising always. I look at mine, I'm like, wow, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. Like... And, uh, you know, and I've been doing it since I think like 12 years now. Wow. 11 or 12 years in various forms. I have one with my ex-wife and my friend who were in, a, um, he owned a bar. So mm -hmm. we called it Redneck's Chicken Heads and Jaeger Bomb. <laughs> and we would just, <laughs> we would just talk about stuff that was happening in our life. And it probably, we would just, yeah. It started off with uh, Rick and I who owned the bar, and my wife was always, my former wife was always with me, and I'm like, why don't you get in here? Because we need a female's perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And she warmed up to it, and she became part of the show until the demise of our relationship. Now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I always miss the form when, when I'm not podcasting. There's something missing in my life, even, mm. if, it's just, even if I have one person who connects with it or I can impart something or they can have a, a moment to go, I didn't know that. Or yeah. sometimes it's me getting corrected. Somebody's like, yeah, you said this, but blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, right. oh, I didn't think about that. But what it's ultimately come down to is I've gathered a lot of knowledge of how to do this. And that's 
kind of like my journey in life is I figure things out and then I share them with people in an easily digestible manner. So I created a course because all my friends and people who know me are saying, you should be on a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But I just want to find a tribe that's committed. Like if, if I, the goal is to find 100 people, mm-hmm. just 100 people who want to share their story. And that can be a revolving or evolving 100 people. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Wow. That's awesome, man. So these 100 people, this is for the, um, the course that you're teaching for that or just in general? Like the what's course the- is actually a byproduct. I just want to build a community of people who have a passion to share something with. Yeah. Them. Like somebody has a passion who's like, I want to, I wish I could. We live in this day and age where it is possible. And the reason I choose podcasting because it's not invasive, which right. means it doesn't require all your senses. It really only requires two, which is your brain and your ears. Yeah. Which means you can do other stuff. You can go backpacking. You can work on you know, that, your budget. You can uh, go grocery shopping. You can go to the gym. And you can download, I mean, you can digest this content while you're doing something else. Unlike YouTube or Vimeo or something like that, you have to be really committed to it. Right. Auditorily. And you might even have to have your thumbs involved. <laughs> right. What do you think about when people like, you know, there's, there, I've seen, I mean, I'm, I'm very new at this, but I've seen people who do a lot of their shows like video like through youtube and stuff what's what's been the feedback that you or what have you seen in your experience doing it like that well you know i'm just getting into it i'm and i'm i'm leery of it because there's so many charlatans that can fool you visually Hmm. i mean just think about when you go on youtube there's an ad of some dude saying and yours is probably fitness people yeah, mainly health and wellness, but I'm expanding, yeah. Yeah, yours is probably like, hey, you want to get this six-pack abs? I have just a plan. <laughs> I'm like, I know the plan already. I have to lose right. body fat. <laughs> <laughs> you want to target this area here? Yeah, I know how to target that. I still got to lose all that other body fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you right. know, so there's a lot of misinformation, and it can be promoted as truth when you see it visually, and it's so right. easy to dupe us visually in this day and age. So, you know, I, I'm going to venture into it more because my podcast actually goes to it, but it's a static image for that. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, because, I, it, you know, and a lot of people that I interviewed, they're not camera. I mean, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I've, I've had a few people that, you know, they asked me, is this going to be video? Because I'm going to have to do my hair and all this stuff. And yes. I'm like. Listen, let's not make it complicated here. I mean, you could lay in your bed doing this. Whatever. I don't care. You know? yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I, like when I told you, the reason it's important for me to see you on video so that we can have an earnest conversation. Yeah. I can see uh, visual cues. Like, I may ask you a question. You may be answering it, but I can tell by your face. I'm like, you don't want to answer this. This is <laughs> let me Let me interrupt him and take it in another direction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's literally sure. a conversation versus, For sure. hey, call me up. Or I could tell, like, he's not into this, like, on video versus a phone conversation. 
you know, you could be arguing with your baby's mama on <laughs> side and, you know, your, your neighbor is knocking over trying to get five pounds of sugar from you <laughs> and you're distracted. This way, visually, yeah. you have to commit. Yeah. No, I like it. I haven't done as much of this with, with people, but I really, I think it's a good point of view. Def I've done a few of them and I think you definitely get more of a nuanced aspect of it uh, with yeah, people. They, they, you know, people connect with you better when they can see you. Right. It's just the digesting the content. Once the podcast goes out, it's much easier to digest it when it's just audio for yes. people. And I have found that a lot of people, they just, you know, they're listening to it in their cars. You know, that's the thing. You can listen to it while you're driving somewhere. You can't watch it while you're driving. No, <laughs> you, you can't, but you still, have to, you still have to digest it. And a lot of people, that's how they uh, get their content because I see that most of my most of the consumption for my podcast is done through Chrome and Mozilla. Oh, I see. So, which means they're watching from a website. As a matter of fact, this is funny. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm a gregarious, adventurous individual in this life. And so, um, I have this thing about primalism that we, mm -hmm. that that was actually the best we lived. Right. Which is, we have basically all of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We had community. Needs met, yeah. And it was small and you knew every, you know, you're safe. And uh, so I did this podcast with this nudist colony. Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually went I mean, there. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I actually went there. <laughs> There's naked people everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, but during that scenario you know and during the research for it a uh, world opened up to me i was like i get it now i'm like these people are let me digest it i mean divert sure there's two types of naturism there's freakiness and then there's <laughs> naturism <laughs> some of these places are freakiness right and then right. there's this group that's called anner american association for new recreation the polices and says, these are the standards you have to be to be family oriented. Hmm. And there's no freakiness going on. Right. I mean, there's not, you barely can have PDAs with your spouse. Okay. And there's rules to it. And I just wanted, because I was like, I have questions. So other people must have questions. So I went and interviewed some people and that's my highest downloaded show. Really? Like I get about 800 to a thousand downloads of that that podcast alone a month. Wow. What do you think it is? Just the, the nudist element to it? That people are curious? Yeah, that's our native state. Yeah. Think about it. Us being nude is our native human state. We come into this world naked and we right. would probably go out if they hadn't wouldn't have to cut that suit up the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, right. And you know, a lot of people hang out like that at home, or they barely wear anything. They're like, "Yeah, I can go out." And then you find some information, like you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the element, right? You're like, "Oh, it's not just me, right?" It's not just I'm not just some freak, you know. And yeah. uh, my wife is European, and the first time I came across this was there, and it was like nothing. I saw yeah, of people. Course. Who I saw from. Like sixteen year olds to like eight hundred year olds in the same place, and, <laughs> and it was they were just like, I was the one that was freaking out because I was the right. American looking like, 
Oh no, this is gonna be. It's gonna uh, be weird. Yeah. It's gonna be judgy. It was the least judgy place I've been on this planet. Wow. Wow. As a man of color, mm-hmm. to say that there's some real talk to it. it. It is the. These have been the least judgy experiences I've had, and I wanted to share that information with people. Wow, that's incredible. Like. And I think that's what the interesting thing of podcasting, taking you to different places and talking to different people and getting exposed to just incredible information that you may not have been exposed to without having the conversations. And the the other thing about it is, so if you want to open a door to somebody who may not be accessible, if you just send them an email and go, hi, I like you, I want to talk to you. Yeah. They blow you off in a heartbeat. Yeah. Versus, hi, I have a podcast. You know, you have this topic that I'm interested in and I'd like to discuss and record. They will hit you back like, oh, let's set up a time to meet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, I was, uh, I think this my phone. Oh, maybe not. So for me, it was, uh, the brown-eyed, blue-eyed experiment. Hmm. And who did that back in 1968? It's a white teacher, and she had a, a classroom. It was right after Martin Luther King got shot. She was right. so sense. She wanted to show how we judge each other. Um, and what she did was she took her kids and she split them in half in the room. Boys and girls are like equal distance, right? She says, "This group over here, you have blue eyes." and you're dumber, and you're not as important, and blah, 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 blah. This side is the brown-eyed children. You're the best on earth. Hmm. You're smart, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're loved. And they said, in those groups were intermixed friends. Within the hour, the ones who were told that they were better than another start treating the ones that were told that they were lesser than like dirt wow and she says like a couple days later she switched the groups and saw everything switch Uh, i see i see um what is her name (laughs) i can't think of her name (laughs) but you know i could reach out to her and because i have a podcast she was like cool this woman lectures all around the world right and when you are creating value when you're creating information as a podcaster or as a YouTuber, people are highly prone to give you, to grant you access to them. Because not only does it, you're serving, which is in all the doctrine and universal laws. Yes. You're providing service, you're providing value to not only, not of just of yourself, but most of the value goes out to who you're talking to and the audience and you're just the conduit right most definitely most definitely i I found that for sure myself um and it's an interesting world because there's more podcasts than ever and it's become this gigantic medium for people to tell stories and um you know just be themselves be eccentric their eccentric selves and yes whatever that is i mean i've seen some wild podcasts out there i mean i'm a big podcast listener i i ingest as much as i'm doing it you know and you're right it's a lot of time and there's some crazy stuff out there but i love that people feel like 
this is my platform to do those things. I mean, and and it's here's what this is the most American thing that we have come up with. Freedom of speech. Right. If you're a racist, you can go on and talk about <laughs> who you hate and you have an audience. And you have an audience. You have an audience and they're going to be fanatics. It's true. You could be in love with one person. You could be like, I love Beyonce. This yep. is what my podcast is about. All about Beyonce. Yeah. All those people who are in love with Beyonce are going to be right on board with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's as simple as like, look, I'm a fan of flannel socks. I got some flannel socks from Asia. I got some flannel yeah. socks from Amazon. And it's going to be some people like, shoot, I'm not alone. Yeah. Hold on, it's Monday. My flannel socks podcast updates every <laughs> month. <laughs> oh, man. And here's the thing about it. It's private. Yeah. So, like, me and my wife, I don't, she she's, does her thing, and I am, like, just doing my podcast thing, and no one knows. I'm mowing the grass. Yeah. Yep. I'm typing something. It is. Oh, yeah, the lady's name was Jane Elliott. Jane Elliott. The blue, the brown, blue eyes, brown eyes experiment. Awesome. If you don't know about that, and if you want to understand what's going on in this world as far as racism, check her out. Most definitely, man. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is, I'm just looking for these people who are like, I want to try this, but I don't know where to begin. I don't know how to start. And it changes so rapidly. I mean, it changes like by the, by the day, almost. Something, some new, like, tweak comes into play. Yeah. It's something else obsolete in the production and the understanding and the promotion. But the first part is just recording it and it has to be done in a certain format. Mm. And you have to, there's so much back stuff. But once people get going, now I have a community that is like me. So yeah. I'm just looking to build my own friends. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. It's very, I think it's, you know, what's interesting. I think you've been doing it for such a long time. It's, it's like, um, anything you do for a long time, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep evolving it and moving into something where you feel like this excites me, this keeps me going in it. It sounds like this is your next aspect of this. I could do this for the rest of some aspect of this for the rest of my life. Yeah. But here's a big reason why. Because I can't talk to the people around me like I can talk on a podcast. Interesting. What's the difference you've found in that? I dumb myself down. In, 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 in person with people. In, I have to dumb myself down a lot. Hmm. I've what do you think all, that is? I've, I've had to do it since I was a kid. And this is one of those. And I don't want this to sound like I'm arrogant. Mm -hmm. But I'm an introspective guy who reads a lot and observes a lot. And, I, and I've learned to choose my words wisely. And because I've read so much as a person, and because I'm always listening and seeing, I mean, I, I listen to how people communicate in the manner which they do, what words they choose specifically to convey their thought. And sometimes I get lost and can't figure things out. And because I'm overthinking it, I'm a, 
you know, I've been always a high thinker. My dad told me that. He was like, you've been a deep thinker since you were a kid. Right. And and I learned early on. I couldn't, I'd have, I had to figure it out because I was always getting into fights. Yeah. You think you're smart. No, <laughs> I just, this is what I'm thinking. Right. And this is how I'm thinking it. So I, I would just have to acclimate to the system and the system I was in was kind of rough. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. You know, so I'm just looking to find my tribe. I'm so just that, to... because of that, you had to. You felt like you had to bring the conversation down some levels because the yeah, perception I, of it. I couldn't use the vocabulary. Mm. I couldn't bring up certain ideologies. Uh huh. Because you, you get, I mean, in certain circumstances, and, and I'm gonna give it to you like this. In certain places, they think you're trying to be too smart. Uh-huh. And in other places, they don't want you to be too smart, even though they mm -hmm. know you're smart, because they don't want you on their level. Right. So this is a fine navigation. And then I found this medium where I can be like, I don't give a damn. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to talk like I want to talk. Yep. I'm going to use everything that's available to me that I cannot get out in the real world. I love it, man. I love it. That's, it's very interesting points of view, I think. It's interesting when you get people into this format and talking to them. What I found in my experience is people uh, are very nervous to get on a podcast initially. Yeah, um, if they're just like, oh, you know, they, they make it out to be something bigger than it is. Yeah. And I'm like, we're just having a conversation. We're just friends here, yeah. you know, and we're just enjoying it. And I find that people end up giving up quite a bit of information about themselves. Oh, you know, like tremendous amounts of information. And it's funny because you're you generally when you have a conversation with somebody, because so people have so few genuine conversations where someone's listening to them. Yes. They give up the ghost. And it's, <laughs> I have. <laughs> they let it all. <laughs> it's all coming out, man. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's not in my podcast that got recorded and had to yeah. edit out because they're like, don't share this. Oh, I see. Especially I see. women. Hmm. And for me, because I'm like, look, I'm just a dude. I'm just a being. You know, like yeah. I say in my for human beings. Yes. And they come across with the video, they see how genuine it is. And I have women come out to me and say some things like, uh, you sure you want to be telling me that? Yeah. Like, like, you went through what? Right. Like, I've never, and they're like, I've never told anybody this. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to share that because you said you've never told anybody this unless right. they say, no, I want it to be shared here. But it's very, usually they're like, thank you. They were like, I kind of yeah. knew you could go that route. I just want to, it just feels good to tell somebody. And right. Like, so well, that's like, how yeah. powerful it is. And you start recognizing that people aren't talking to maybe their other people in their life about these very difficult things. Because when we're face to face, sometimes with people, we put on this mask and mm -hmm. we say, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to let you in, but only so far. But there's something about the wall gets taken down through the podcast. But people just literally spill it out hard. And it's easier to talk to a stranger. 
Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is so funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody you know really well, you, you keep it close to the vest, but a stranger, you're like, I'm giving up the goods right now. You're like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, I robbed a bank last week. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, okay. You were like, and this guy hit me in the eye, and I stepped on his toe, and you know, there's just yeah, and and the the thing is, you feel like that's as far as it's going to go, because yeah. even if this random person says, "Hey, I talked to so and so, and they said they robbed the bank last week, and the guy hit him in the eye," they're like, "You don't know them." I'm like, yeah. they're like, "Get out of here." <laughs> Except for today, we have so much non-confidentiality. Everybody's snitching. Yeah. <laughs> Some, you know, everybody's first, snitching, man. <laughs> everybody's snitching. You watch First 48. Give it about mm -hmm. an hour into the show. Everybody, it's just like, like everybody's snitching. Yeah. So, and I learned this very early, very, very early. My mom said to me, this is one of the things she says. She says, um, don't try to live your life too soon because when you get to the point where you need to experience it, you'll have nothing to do. Mm. Interesting. Said, do what you need to do now. Yep. So certain things come along. You know what they are. You feel them. You're like, eh. but then it'll come along again. You'll be like, oh, yeah, it's time. It's, it's yeah. That. Except everybody wants recognition. Everybody got da daddy and mommy issues now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they I talk about it. <laughs> I got them, but I know that I have them. Uh -huh. That's the difference. You know, when you know, you'd be like, I've got some mommy issues. Mommy let, me see, issues. Let, me, let me hold on to that. Hold on, yeah. Other people are like, I got some mommy issues, and I'm going to let you know about them. <laughs> <laughs> they're all about it, too, man. Yeah, they're like, I didn't get hugged enough, but I didn't get talked to enough. And it's going to get worse because we don't have the face-to-face -face communal interpersonal skills that are manifesting uh, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, literally anywhere. Like, just a few minutes ago, I told you I was going to buy my son a bow. Right. And my wife was like, you look like you were ready to cry. She, he was like, no, I was actually trying to cry. <laughs> he, was like, he was like like the actors like, did. yeah he's an actor yeah and I said uh, you have to think about the most painful period in your life and he's 12 and he was like and I said what was the most painful period in your life he was like well you know I'm only 12 aren't there? he says no there is one and he shared it with us and we were yeah. both dun 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 mm -hmm. because we thought everything was cool <laughs> right, right, right. But you know, it's in the little moments and the little questions that you get the most powerful answers. I find that that's very indicative of podcasting because it's this very tunnel-based communication. It's you and other person. It's one-on-one. -on -one. It's uh, and I, I like that. You know, I know some people do kind of like for, like group formats and stuff and lots. And sometimes I feel like it's hard to get. It gets tangled up. And that version, you know? it. I don't like a podcast where there's more than three people. Right. It's like who's speaking, you know? It's It just gets jumbled, I would imagine, you know? Well, I learned that with my podcast in the bar because we invited some, like, uh, like a fourth, like, we had a, a fourth mic. Mm -hmm. So 
the three of us had found the conversation rhythm. No matter who brought up the topic, we found out how to make it flow so it wasn't a bunch of us just talking over people. Right. When you introduce the fourth in there, here comes a problem. <laughs> yeah, the fourth person made it made it difficult for you then. Yeah, because they didn't they kept and they didn't understand the flow unless you Yeah. There is a specific conversation. It's like going to a party and everybody's in the same conversation, but they don't know decorum. When you go to a party, what happens is there's one center. And then if you look at their eyes, or if you look at the group, the group, somebody will make a chirp and everybody will focus until that person's done. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Some people don't have that skill. <laughs> I agree with that. I, you know, I totally agree with that. It's kind of like, you know, up here where I live in Washington, we like to have a lot of beach parties. And if you have like three or let's well, say three people having a conversation in a group, it flows really nicely. But if you invite like a lot of people, let's say you have like 15, 20 people, then you got to section off the conversations to different groups. Yeah. And if you try to have like a seven or eight person conversation, it's it's weird. It has no flow to it. It becomes what we refer to as a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot mess. And you may want to say something, but then you're like, I don't know how long this guy's going to talk. What are they going to say? And people start jumping over each other to get their point in. They want to be heard. People want to be heard. And people always think I'm rude because when I when I see when I fall into those situations, I disappear. I see. I'm like, this is not fruitful. And yeah. nothing is, I'm not gathering anything and I can't really add anything because there's so much distortion. Right. right. My, wife, my, my wife would go, I'm, believe it or not, I am the life of a party. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people's like, oh, I'm going to join Emmett in, the, in being the life. And I'm like, cool. So we got two. All right. Another person comes. Oh, got three. Like, no. and a, four, a fourth <laughs> one comes and I go, oh, the balance is off. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they go, hey, where'd you go? I thought you were going to the bathroom. I was like, dude, that was an excuse to get out the circle. Yeah, the ratio was off at that yeah, point. Yeah, like, I got to go hold somebody's drink. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the ratio was completely off. Yeah, it's Man. a communication dynamic. I mean, it's just, it's kind of like our parents had it right. You know, like when you're a kid and you're, you hear a couple of adults talking and you try to chime in, you just throw the rhythm off. Yes. Your parents be like, shut up. And they're like, this is grown folks' business here. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, you need to see your way out of this. You know, because yeah. like, <laughs> you just come in way off base. You don't know the rules of engagement. You, you're just like, yeah. Hey, hey I like cartoons too. Yep. We're talking yep. about the Stooges. We didn't say anything about cartoons. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what? So you said with the. The hundred people, the community. How do you envision that going? That community. What what would be the ideal setup for it? So I, I'm actually working on that, and I'm refocusing our. So actually, I'm I'm just giving it up. It's business podcasting one hundred and one, mm -hmm. and then there's a Facebook group group for business podcasting one hundred and one. Um. There's, and I got too much stuff because I'm too many intellectual people. Uh huh. 
Always something shiny that I'm like working on. <laughs> yeah, there's no object here. And a friend of mine was telling me, she's like, you got too many things that point to you. You need to get it yeah. down to like one or two. I was like, right. I mean, because I work in solar energy as well. Yeah. So people always ask me questions about that. Right. But I'm like, podcasting is it because it's, it's, it's free. But to answer your question is a community. And this is the this is like the god premise of life if you serve the people they will they can sustain your life and they will understand why they're sustaining your life so Emmett, we know your time is valuable we know this information is valuable i need your help you're going to serve me and we're going to basically do a barter mm -hmm. but as time goes on you know with a mentor and sometimes as time passes, time yes. changes. Um, the mentee becomes the equal and may even surpass. So it becomes a right. relationship. Right. So then when they become a mentor to someone, they may say, let me introduce you to my mentor. Right. And it grows into a community. And I'm <clears throat> and I, I recently heard something. I hate that Gary Vaynerchuk. Sometimes, <laughs> oh, you mean the guy who yells all the time? Yeah. He yells all the time. He's my kind of people, but you know, <laughs> he's just everywhere. And I just yeah. hate that I can give him credit. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just a I'm just a hood guy like that. You know, yeah. A, yeah. You don't want to get yeah, you're like, I don't want to. <laughs> but I'm going to. Yeah. Is that he said, stop trying to do it overnight. Yep. It's he's true. Like, He's like, and he gave me a really good number and it pissed me off again because he was right. <laughs> he said, try to plan it so that by seven years, it's what you can do. I was like, and you know, that's like seven it. years. Yeah. No, seven is a divine number because every seven years, we are a new human, a new phase. If you have a child before the age of seven, whatever they learn up until the age of seven will affect the rest of their life. Because from zero to seven, you're in a learning phase. From seven to 14, you're in an implement, implementation stage. And then it changes again. You're in a learning stage from like 14 to 21. And the rest of your life, you're implementing in segments of seven. Hmm. So I was like, he didn't say all that, but this is just all right. <laughs> yeah. He said the seven years. He just said the seven <laughs> years, and that's all the information that I grabbed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it made you think when he said the seven, like, hey, this is not an overnight thing. This is going to take me some time. Yeah, I was like, that bastard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, everybody wants things quickly. I mean, like, it's just, a, you know, it's the nature of people want things, and they want it now. Have you tried... The Gatorade cucumber flavor. No, I haven't. Is it my, good? My lord. <laughs> really? Are you serious? Here, I juice. Okay. I'm not talking steroids. I'm talking about like no. Okay, just make sure he's not talking about. He's not on the juice. I'm talking he's about things you get off Amazon. You put your vegetables in. Juicing. Yes. <laughs> you know, cucumbers are like ninety percent water, so and they have a succinct flavor. Right. And I love that flavor. It's like my base flavor, that and carrots. 
Really? You love that? You like some people don't like those flavors, you know. That's because they're programmed for synthetics. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Gatorade cucumber is where it's at. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like you had a big swig of that and you were like all about it. Oh my goodness. It is <laughs> I, I and I picked it up by accident because I thought it was just the green Gatorade. You thought it was the green Gatorade. I get that. Yeah. And I was like, I was in my car and I was like, you're like, what? this doesn't taste right. <laughs> this is like cucumber. Like, like real cucumber that I just picked off the farm. I'm like, Gatorade is cucumber? <laughs> like, I looked at the bottle and I was like, oh, snap. It's not green drink. <laughs> a single tear rolled down my nose. Oh, man. <laughs> it was movie-like. It was, movie it was like, oh. It was a, you know, at my age, you don't have a whole lot of epiphanies, but when you experience <laughs> Yeah, like you've been around too long. There's not a whole bunch that you're just like, wow. Like, you're not gonna catch me off guard. No, <laughs> it, it hits you the right way. You're like, ooh, wow, I was, man. I literally for, but and it's not easy to find. Certain yeah. markets have it, and I was just like, oh. I never <laughs> seen that. I never heard of it. I never seen it. But dude, you know? if you go look for the green Gatorades, look. You have to look at the label because the green apple. Looks very much like a cucumber. Oh, it's similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've had the green apple before. Yeah. But wow, you you had an experience when you had that. You just it, like, it tastes like cucumber. You, you're like you're promoting. You're like, have you had this before? <laughs> That's a, and I don't promote other people's stuff, but when I have an experience, and I know they probably put a bunch of sugar in it, they probably did. But yeah. I was just like alone. It hits you the right way, man. And it's authenticity. <laughs> so now this, so the business podcasting one-on-one, so this, is this to help people to make money or have some sort of um, income as can. a podcaster? I mean, can. Well, that's on the, that, no, I'm going to be honest. No, that's not my focus. My focus mm -hmm. is, is the technical. Humans the technical. get caught up in the technical. Okay, what do I need? So, yeah, people ask me, what do I need to podcast? Yeah. Okay, what do you have? All right. Anyway, what do you mean what I have? Tell me what electronics you have. You have a laptop? Right. Yeah, I have a laptop. Does it have a microphone? I don't know. Find out. <laughs> what kind of smartphone do you have? Uh, I have an Android. Oh, you can podcast from that. Yeah. Really? Or I have an Apple. You can podcast from that. It's called GarageBand. What? Yeah. A lot of things that we have, we don't even know we have. Right. Right. You know, and sometimes it's just somebody pointing something out. It's just like if your guru comes to you and says, like when Jesus said, you know, all these things I do, you can do too. Mm -hmm. They're like, what? Get out of here. And he's like, no, 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 it's real. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> He's like, why do you think I'm chilling here on the side of the boat? I'm not sweating this. this <laughs> no, I'm not sweating it. Oh, you have little faith. Come on, no, man. <laughs> you guys chill out. Like, Come on. There's fish out there, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got this. You want to float? I'll show you how to float. I think as people, they're not always recognizing what they have in their I mean, it's kind of a metaphor for a lot of things. But yeah, like you have a lot of technology at your hands already. And as the technology increases and continues to get better and better, your podcast can become better and better with that and the quality. I'm going to tell it to you like this. And I just heard this yesterday because I was watching this thing about the Cassini space probe and its death on Saturn. 
Oh, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch that. I it's on Netflix, right? Yes. I got to watch that. Yeah. Told you I was nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff like that. We have like I have this Samsung watch on. I have more computing power in this Samsung watch that is on that Pro. Yeah. That's amazing. They are working on kilobits. And we're pissed because our phone only has <laughs> 2 gig. <laughs> You know, it's relative, and the more it's accessible to us, the less we actually know. For instance, you, when I was a kid, you went down the salad dressing aisle, you had uh, Thousand Island, yep. and French, and you yes. had Italian. Yes. Ranch wasn't even out yet. Yeah, yeah. Then Ranch came out. Oh, my and gosh. Everybody said, like, hey, I'm sitting here. I know how to make it. Ranch dressing. <laughs> I can mix ketchup and <laughs> and make my own French. <laughs> now you go down. There's literally an entire it's, aisle. It's limitless. Yeah. It's just salad dressing. I never knew what a baguette was when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't either. No way. Would no you way. like that on, on brioche bread, Amen? <laughs> I thought it was just white bread at yeah. that point. You know, it's just like that Wonder Bread. That's what yeah. we had. The stuff you used to make balls. It's sticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so sticky. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So now you can go into a, a grocery store. You can go into any store. Something that you have classically had. You will have a hard time finding it because we are so deluged with information. Now, let me get back to the podcasting. I'll tell you this. There's 550,000 active podcasts. Mm -hmm. Out of those, about 40 to 60% haven't been updated in six months to a year, which means wow. there's a lot of dead podcasts. Really? Or they just have legacy stuff I because see. it takes commitment and we are a capitalistic driven society, <laughs> not a passion driven society. Yeah. Having said that, People give up on it. I'm not making any money on it. So yeah, my wife is always tripping why I bought all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had my wife start a podcast because she needed to get her words per week out. Heaven. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. You know. Like I'm getting a lot of, I'm gonna be silent for like a whole day now because I'm talking to you. Because yeah. I have a finite amount of words that I can use in a day. Men yeah. are like men have a finite amount of words. You know what I'm talking about. I I get it. Yeah. You come home, she's like, "Why aren't you talking to me?" And you're sitting there looking at her, trying to blink with your eyes. I yeah, you're like words <laughs> <laughs> all day. I need to be quiet. I have three words left, and I'm going to tell you, get out now. Get out now, or I love you. And that's <laughs> it. Oh, you got a choice. I can use those three words, or I can be silent right now. Yes. Unlike my wife, she's sharing, you know what? I went outside, the temperature changed 2.5 degrees. Can you believe it? And then my friend Jane came out, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I was delivering a baby, and that. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of detail. Yeah. yeah. And we go. And we use our words wisely. Those who are smart, we go, uh-huh. Then what? Then what? No. <laughs> Hold on. Be right back.
Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Say it again. <laughs> very, very caveman-ish. <laughs> and a lot of people will identify with this diaspora. Yeah. And what women, and women always say, he doesn't talk to me. It's because he's got a lot of testosterone. <laughs> that simple. Is that exactly. simple, man? <laughs> so there's a lot of dead podcasts. I didn't know that. I, like they're just literally just out there hanging. Out there no hanging. updates. I want you to go into iTunes. Okay. And just start searching around podcasts to see when they last released. Mm. I mean, just pick random ones. Right, right. And you're like, this hasn't updated in a year. <laughs> it's like 2017, now, right? <laughs> so that's 550,000 as of my last count. Yep. Six months ago. Maybe 100,000 more than that or less. And it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. 7.6 billion people on the planet. So, what that means is there's a tribe just like you, and there's a lot of them. Right. This may not be in your same country. They may not look like you, or they may look exactly like you. Right. <laughs> but it's just so diverse. And if you want to get it out, if you really want to get deep, if you want to learn more, because they will tell you, be like, you're wrong, and here's why you're wrong. Right, right. And then yeah. it creates a dialogue, and it creates community. Amazing. That's amazing. So, like, so there's 550,000, and then, what'd you say, 40 to 60% are not updated. So, basically, half of that, those people are actually doing it regularly at yeah, that point. And, I mean, and you have ones that are starting out. Like, this week, I got busy, and I almost did not release i usually release on tuesday or wednesday yeah and tuesday are highest download days natively so now i have enough content where i actually get numbers on monday and tuesday because people download legacy stuff right so i moved my schedule from releasing early in the week to mid late week and i was so busy almost and i was sick this week and i mm-hmm. almost didn't release but i was like Nope, I am not gonna be that guy. <laughs> right, right, right. I put it out today. Yeah. <laughs> Woke up at five o'clock this morning and made it happen. Yeah, of course, of course. It's and amazing. You're on, the, you're on the West Coast, so that was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really early. I think it's it's interesting thinking about like when people are listening because you got people in all different countries can be listening to your thing time zones like crazy yeah. change in time zones so it's it's just fascinating you know the feedback you get from people how it's helping other people and you know my show at least is very very honest information and people are sharing some very touchy things and they want to share it they want it out to the world they want it and that that i find that those are the most powerful ones when people literally just give it all up and other people relate to it. <clears throat> and um, it's just been really a wonderful thing. And I think it was funny when I, when I went on your podcast, it was right before I was about to do my own. And I was very encouraged by my time on your podcast. Good. Because you're such a nice guy, Emmett, and you, you make it very easy for somebody to be on. And I wanted to mimic that in mine. It was to just make it easy and make it fun, be relaxed, just be a normal person. Yeah. With that. So thank you for your inspiration on that. I oh, appreciate it. You see, and that's the and that is karma. 
I mean, you moving forward. I mean, just for, for you saying that, that you, I gave you inspiration. Yeah. Validated what I did, um, what I'm doing. Yeah, completely, man. I Only mean, thing I would say is start using Zoom. <laughs> yeah, you're all about Zoom, man. Tell me, tell me why Zoom. What's the, uh, what's the, what do you enjoy about it the most? Zoom, here's what I like about Zoom. It's easy. It integrates with my calendar as well. And if I mess up mm-hmm. on my recorder, it records our conversation in audio. Yeah. It records your side of the conversation in audio standalone. Mm-hmm. And it records my side of the conversation alone and standalone. Yeah. I mean, by itself. So right. it gives me like four different formats. I see. And the video, it's it's it it's been more it's been stable for me. It's been yeah. that's that's the most important. It's a very stable platform. And I can do green screen because now you see how hot of a mess my room is. <laughs> <laughs> I got drapes hanging down, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know what I just like um Oh, thank you for that advice. First of all, I, I appreciate. It. I like to be thankful for things people tell me about. But um, you know, I kind of just, I kind of like to kind of the unpolished nature of things too. I like the rawness of the podcasts and things of that nature. I like having you know a little. Um, I'm using the Anchor app for mine, and I, I found it. It's been good. I really enjoy it. Not everybody is a huge fan of it, but I actually enjoy it quite a bit, and it's just enough editing and polishness that is good but i don't want it to be like over the top either type of thing that's just my aspect but you can do that yourself and we'll talk after this podcast about that (laughs) i love it man you're because there's a reason reason for you get you don't get something for nothing right in 90 percent of this world unless someone's heart is just so pure and they are already living in abundance. Right, right. Which, which is wonderful when you experience that. I, I know when I experience that, it's, a, it's an incredible, incredible feeling being around people like that. And that's what I try to impart upon um, people. I've given stuff away because I remember I was hit with this thing in my life. I was contemplating, like, Somebody did dirt on me. Mm-hmm. They just they just kind of did me dirt, right? <clears throat> and then in my meditative state, afterwards it comes out that, oh, the picture came to me. So if I take a, a, a seed of a fruit and I plant it at the ground, and this is how most people look at life. They plant the seed in the ground and they sit there and they water it and they're looking at the ground and they're pissed. It's six months later and they're looking at this ground. The ground's all disturbed. And they're like, I don't have any fruit. And all of a sudden the wind blows the fruit falls off the tree and knocks them in the head. The smart ones go, oh, I was looking in the wrong place. Yeah. Which means this is my philosophy. I don't expect to get my fruit where I plant my seed. Mm. That's important. Don't expect to get your fruit where you plant your seed. Mm. Interesting. I haven't heard it that way before. <clears throat> wow. 
It was very profound. I'm thinking, I'm really thinking about that. I mean, you think about how things are transported through life and you think about, um, you know, I like on Netflix, all those animal based things, you know, like and the, the, earth. the planet, earth, the planet, earth stuff, you know, and the migration patterns of animals and, you know, and then certain forests need to be seeded by animals that are bringing those seeds over to the forest. Right. Type, type thing, you know, so it makes me kind of think of that, you know. Right. I remember we, uh, we planted, my ex-wife planted a garden and it sucked. <laughs> horrible. Not good. It was horrible. Yeah. So, she was. She has a short. She had a short kind of fuse when she, it would just hit a its precipice, and she would just get pissed. Yeah. So she gathers up whatever fruit she did, and she was so pissed. She like just ground up everything and threw it over in the corner, right? Yeah. And it was a hot mess. Like animals were eating it. <laughs> like the next year, all of a sudden, this spurious garden start cropping up all over our backyard. Where yeah. Spell. Yes. Yes. And it was more fertile because it was moisture because she had planted it behind the garage. Uh, sunlight hit. Well, very damp. Sunlight hit yeah. it, but the other area was more damp and got mm -hmm. just as much sunlight. And I'm mowing the grass. I'm like, why is there a cucumber coming out the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but that looks like a baby melon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it took me like another year to. I'm like, why is this just red? Oh. These seeds the got seeds. dispersed, but yeah. they, they fell on the ground that was fertile for them. Wow. What a wonderful lesson, man. You know, things come out of my mouth when I get interviewed that I don't even expect. That's okay, but that's the best part about it, you know, is like just the, um, the spontaneity of words when you're chatting with people. And I think it's for me is why podcasting has been very natural for me. I feel like it's just because I... I'm having the conversations anyways on LinkedIn. I have probably six to seven calls a week that I was just doing anyways for like funny enough, like 12 years, kind of similar for you. And I was like, this is the next natural step for me is just to bring these phone calls to life through podcasting. And so people can really get an idea of like who I'm talking to and, and how deep we get in these conversations with yeah. that, that kind of free form, long form conversation. And so I, I just love the spontaneity of the conversations. Good. You know, also, um, this gives you a platform for the FAQ that people aren't openly asking. Because mm. a question is going to come up with a one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one conversation. Yeah. This just happens with me. And I hear it in other things, too. I'm like, that's a question that more people want answered they're just not they just don't feel comfortable or they don't feel like yeah. it's really not relevant but it's a topic for to be discussed openly so that more people can go oh i was thinking that too right right and, you know and, and that's the other thing about the business podcast and this is the other hope for it and why i named it business podcast because i think every business should have a podcast and that's the mm -hmm. other constituency that i want to hit that would be yeah. more of a monetization is to show businesses that they need a podcast. And you might be like, why would my business need a podcast? I just have a cupcake store. Right. Because you need to sit down and have podcast number zero as introduce yourself. Hi, this is Beth, and this is how I got into cupcakes. And blah, 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 blah. I really I love podcakes. I mean, I love right, these cakes. Right. And blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. 
And then the next one is like, guess what? This week we have strawberry jam cupcakes and this is our special recipe and we're only going to have them for like two weeks. And if you come in, if you say you heard me talking about this, I'll give you 10% off. Yeah. Now what you've done is you've introduced yourself to the audience so people know you. They're going to be like, is Beth here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. I heard Beth on the podcast. Is she here? Where is it she becomes at? personal. Yeah. Or you interview your employees. Hey, you know, I've never really introduced you to my employees. I have an employee who works here who also rides equestrian horses. Her name is Shaniqua. Right. First of all, people are going to go, Shaniqua rides horses? <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely going to be asking that question. And I promise you. They're going to come in. Some of them may come in just to scope out what it is. And they go, oh, you're Shaniqua. Oh, by the way, let me get 12 of them cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, it could be anything. It could be a hair salon. Because people have these FAQs that nobody's answering about a specific business or about your specific yeah. business. Because all those questions that you consistently get, now you can put this on your website. People don't have to sit there and look at it. They can just right. download it, listen to it, find out about your business. So then when they come in, they're informed. And then they're not going to ask you that dumbass question. That exactly. You <laughs> and they come in and you're like, oh, man, it's like. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because there's up here where I'm at, it's fairly rural, um, but even though it's close to the city and there's a guy here who has a landscaping business and he has his own podcast and is brilliant, brilliant idea. And, you know, I think a lot of people would think the guy's out there, you know, doing landscaping. Why would he need a podcast? But it's just like you said, the yeah. exact reason why. You're like, why are you planting those seeds in there? Because this is a shaded area. Mm -hmm. And I'm separating your grass from the shaded, from the non-shaded area. This one is yeah. resistant to this type of bug, which is very... People don't understand that there's an art to everything. Everything. Everything Literally has everything. its own fine art to it. It could be putting on shoelaces. Everybody knows they tie their shoes and they come on top. But there's that one person whose shoelaces never come on top because they <laughs> got the art. <laughs> It's totally true. Emmett, I tell you, always uh, communicating with you is, is a lot of fun. And like, again, yeah. you make things very easy. I'm sure um, people enjoy spending time around you. And um, I know I do. And uh, I, w I hope that we can continue our communication throughout the times. And, I have uh, a question for you, though. Yeah, do it, man. Because you may help me. Okay. Uh, how do you utilize... LinkedIn, because I mean, you said that you're like, I mean, I'm not really a Facebook guy. I'm more no. of a, I was like, and you fit the demographic of Facebook and Instagram. Sure. I, I mean, I prejudged you a little bit and figured, hey, he's going to be on Facebook and Instagram. And you're like, nope. fake you out. <laughs> fake you out. I don't use it, man. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, how, how did you, especially because you're into, more physical aspects and you mm -hmm. and those platforms kind of lend themselves to it even though everybody's there right you, you chose the different path you went against the grain so i did i saw that everybody was doing instagram facebook and it was a very visual aspect of it but i don't even though like i i look like a, a very fitness person i look like a stereotypical like go to the gym all the time very fit yada 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 but I don't perceive myself like that. 
on that. And so, but I don't, I'm not comfortable being in those formats. And I just don't want to be like putting myself out there doing exercises and stuff like that. And, you know, like, like, look at me, look what we're doing. Let me show you all these sets and reps and blah, blah, blah. And this, you know, crazy exercise. It just doesn't feel native to me. Yeah. And so I thrive on individual conversation, which is very slow and very, you know, like it's like molasses, man. I mean, it's just literally <laughs> just like, uh, I'm like a sloth going through it. And I just said, you know what? My goal is I'm going to get rid of all these other things. I did have them at one point, but I got rid of all of them. And I said, human beings are really only good at a couple of things at, at one time. Yeah. And I learned that a long time ago. And I said, you know what? LinkedIn seems more my speed. And I knew I would connect more with uh, more executives <clears throat> that way in my business. And I basically just went about the process of I did. I do a city approach. So basically what I do is, let's say it's Indiana, right? I, it's uh, Indianapolis, whatever. I would literally go and LinkedIn search and type in fitness professionals, Indiana or Indianapolis, whatever. And it would bring up as many people as possible that are Correct. in fitness. And I would message every single one of those pr- people and see who would get back to me. And then I would form conversations from the people who get back to me, get on phone calls. And so over the years, it was like one phone call a week, two phone calls a week. And now it's six to seven phone calls. And it just creates this giant. I now I have this massive community in LinkedIn where it's like, it's actually overwhelming. Um, because there's just so many people, but they're meaningful relationships. They're not like, oh, this person, that person. But I actually keep in touch with a, a lot of the people on right. there. So I just spent a lot of time, like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, that I spent, I had no outcome. It was like, let's just go to this city, meet as many fitness professionals in that city. Then I would move to the next city, Cincinnati. Then I would move to Las Vegas. Then I would move to Olympia, whatever it was. And I just kept doing that all across the United States for 12 years. Then I moved to like Germany. Then I moved to Iceland. And I literally just, that was my approach. Every month was a new city. And that built my network that way. I was very methodical. um, And I recognized it was going to take a really long time. But I was okay with that because it wasn't like, I was trying to like make money out of it or anything. You're it was just, just trying to, just trying to connect, network. build my network and have and quality relationships. And that's what life is about. We've that's life. We've, we, ha- we have forgotten that. We've completely forgotten it. But the people who, it's like you said with the podcast, is the people who stick with it over time, um, you know, you're going to build up, you're probably going to have, you know, great listenership over time if you just stay consistent with it and do the right things. And LinkedIn has been a gig. I'm telling you, if you do it right, it's a huge resource. You're talking about that hundred person community. It's definitely on LinkedIn for sure. That's, it's that's definitely what, on LinkedIn. That's what I was thinking about. That's why it's definitely you. on there. Guaranteed. It's definitely on there. Well, you're gonna have to mentor me. No. <laughs> well, you're helping me. Like I said, I'm very inspired by you, Emmett, and. Uh, I think, you know, when I was, I felt very led to do a podcast and, but I wanted to start out with just being on other people's shows to kind of get myself into the format, what it's like. And I think your show has been the best version of that for me to give me confidence to do it. So thank you for that. You got to get yourself one of these. 
I, I do. I do. I, you know, I'm working my way up, you know, like I had like the lapel. Now I got the mic. I'm moving my way up <laughs> little by little, man. You know? Oh, I, you should, I'll send you a picture. I have gear that I have collected over the years. Yeah. And I'm not let it go because it you is, are, you're not letting it go. huh? When, when I die, they're going to be like, keep that house the way this. That's where Emmett podcast was. It's the mausoleum of uh, Emmett's <laughs> podcast. His janky green screen and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's like anything. You just learn over time. And so, like, I'm not going to be amazing at it day one. You know, I'm working my way up through it. I'm going to get better equipment. I'm going to get better at putting things out. And it just takes time. I'm okay with that. I'm not an overnight person. I, I don't aspire for that. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'm going to conclude this because we've been rambling for an hour. I know. And we only have so many words, man. Um, I recently went back to Detroit and um, saw a friend of mine. Because I, I was at his wedding. I'm always teaching people because he was like, I want to thank you. He's like, you showed me how to DJ. Right. I was like, no, I just showed you how to be the alpha in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just showed you crowd thought. Mm. And I was like, how long have we known each I was like, whoa, I met you at the very first Detroit Podcasters Meetup in like 2006. Wow. I was, I was like, we've been friends that long? I was like, that was our only bond. And we stayed friends throughout that time. Wow. So that tells you, like, when you find your niche or when you find your thing, you're going to navigate to your tribe. Yeah, totally agree. Well, Emmett, thank you so much for agreeing to be on my podcast. And I just love the conversation. You're a good dude. And I just appreciate your wisdom and, and your time. I know it's very valuable. And your words, okay? Yeah, because <laughs> actually I have to go play volleyball now. Don't talk too much, though. <laughs> you play. No, I won't. Because they just yell me, Emmett, get the ball, because I can leap still. Oh, okay. Can... You got yeah. hop still. <laughs> But it's for old people, you know. We're yeah, you know, that's all good. I still got, I mean, mad vertical over all these. Oh old my gosh! <laughs> You're like, man, I'm I'm spiking it on people. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm like hitting women in the head. I don't even care. I'm just, oh yeah, <laughs> it's competitive though. At that point, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just whoever, man. All right, buddy. All right, thank you so much, Emmett, for your time. We'll be in touch, man. You the man. Hey, man. You know my phone number. You can always call me. You know what, did you, is it in the uh, invitation you sent me? I think your phone, is that your cell? Yeah. All right, I'm going to program that in my phone, then I'll text you and you have mine, the whole deal, so. Yeah, and I'll connecting. give you the other number, too. You know, I have right. to be secret. We're going to get that, we're going to get the other number, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man, I appreciate right, man. you. Be blessed. All right, later.